Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Rise of King Silas is brought to you by Ostrich Pillows, the original nap pillows, and by Vinyl. Your records should be uniquely you. Click the links in the show notes for more. babe (coughs) now I know it ain't quite what we expected but nonetheless it's a dump Cody look at all the wrecked buildings I cannot believe this used to be Tinseltown luckily this is not our final destination I've been reading a lot about its spiral to hell since all those crazy stories came out about those pedo rings and corruption destroyed the soul of this city Long before the earthquakes and meteors ever hit, L.A. truly earned its nickname, Lost Angels. Look, baby, even the Hollywood sign has fallen apart. Now it says... Oh, my. (laughs) It says (laughs) Ho-Wood. Wow. (laughs) That is crazy. You know what, baby? This place gives me the creeps. Where are we going to go anyway? North. I heard about this group on the dark web called the Bohemians. They've been underground for decades, but now since the world's in shambles, they've surfaced. Bohemians? Where are they? Just northeast of Bakersfield. I have the coordinates somewhere in the trunk. I'll take them out next time we fuel up, which won't be too long from now. The dark web? Are you sure it's safe? New Kingdom Radio Theater. Are you a fan of the rise of King Asylus? Do you find this epic story entertaining? Well, we've got some great merchandise for you. Hi, I'm Angelica. I'm from the podcast A Little Bit of Everything with Me. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash King Asylus and choose from an assortment of t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, stickers, and much more. The King of Silas storefront has something you'll love. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash King of Silas. That's t-e-e-public.com slash user slash King of Silas today. California, Lord Orif met with Dr. Phil Liverpool. They discussed the erratic behavior of the Earth's poles and suggested that the poles may be on the verge of a reversal. Orib 
asked Dr. Liverpool what this might do. And he told him the world's communication and power grids would become vulnerable to cosmic particles. Orbit and satellites would likely be destroyed. Oreb then asked him if there was anything they could do to stop it. Liverpool gave him a grim expression and said it was impossible to stop. The kingdom would need to resort to radio communications and landlines like in the old days. The global internet would also be substantially thrown offline. Without delay, Orb made his way back to New Eden to meet with the king and deliver this troublesome report. He entered the Grand Terrace where the king and Lord Capone were discussing impeding scenarios. Sir, the latest reports indicate China and the Middle Eastern Alliance are on the verge of collapse. I think it is safe to say America will undoubtedly be the only authority left in the world. We did it. We conquered the whole world, just like you said we would. Too bad it came at such a steep price. And I'm not so sure this is something we should celebrate, since we are barely hanging on at this point. Well, China and the Middle Eastern Alliance officially surrendering will just be a formality, sir. There is no army left that can put up any resistance. Sorry to barge in on you, my king and Lord Capone, but there is something rather disturbing we need to discuss, and I'm afraid it cannot wait. And it is something we can't talk about over the phone either, I suppose. No, sir, it isn't. Well, what is it? I've just returned from California, our White Ops research facility at Berkeley. White Ops? Undercover research in plain sight, Quentin. Go on, Jeremy. Well, Dr. Liverpool, our lead researcher there, is convinced the Earth's electromagnetic poles are on the verge of a complete shift very soon. Scientists have been saying the sky is falling for years. No one knows when the poles will shift. Dr. Liverpool is convinced he does. And he showed me the evidence in his research findings. Sir, we should prepare for the worst. And just exactly what would be the worst case scenario? Complete loss of satellite communications, meaning no cell phones or satellite comms. Power grids will likely go offline in various parts of the world. The pole shift might even cause a plethora of natural disasters. Will the internet be compromised? Most likely but perhaps anything connected through landlines might still be operable. All fiber optic networks should be fine, but no one knows for sure how bad it could get. Jeremy, I want you to monitor everything this Dr. Liverpool does. I want daily status updates. We need to start working on contingency plans for when the poles do shift. Quentin, assemble a team of our top scientists here in New Eden and have them correspond with Dr. Liverpool in California to start working on ways we can deal with the aftermath of a complete polar shift. Have this done immediately. Jeez. What else you got, Jeremy? Yes. Well, my sources tell me Malcolm Banks might actually be a shapeshifter. If this is true, then that means... That means the Drax have re-entered our realm. They must be getting hungry. Well, this is all speculation. Get me proof before we bring the Drax back into the equation. What about Lord Shelley? What's her status? Lord Shelley has gone into hiding. No one knows where she is. Probably better that way, to be honest. She'll resurface. Just follow the chaos. 
There's certainly no shortage of that these days. Not to change the subject suddenly, but I need you to know I am severing ties with the Catholic Church. Talk about suddenly. What prompted this, sir? Capone's right. It does seem sudden. Actually, it's right on schedule. <coughs> Gentlemen, the time has come to finally prepare the world for the great change on the horizon. If the poles are about to shift, then there is one place I absolutely have to go to right now. Sir, where do you need to go right now? I have to pay the Pope a visit because all this is starting to make sense to me now. And the Pope has known much more about our present situation than he ever let on. Will you be taking Gideon with you? Gideon and Nabal. Then I will say a little prayer for the Pope. He will need much more than that, I'm sure. God, the world has fallen so far down the pit of despair. Please give me the strength, the understanding, and the clarity of mind to lead the flock back into the light of your grace. I pray for forgiveness for my shortcomings, my faults, and my misguided ambitions. I have sinned terribly against you, my Lord. I realize that now. I hope there is still a chance I can redeem myself. Who's there? Your Holy Father is not to be disturbed during private prayer. Show yourself! It's me, Holy Father. Silas. Silas? Uh, it is uncharacteristic of you to come here unannounced. And with your two most lethal assassins, should I be worried? The world has gone topsy-turvy lately, wouldn't you say? Everyone is worried about something. Indeed. To what do I owe this visit, then? Have you come here to kill me? <laughs> no. If I wanted to kill you, I wouldn't need these Spartans to do it. No, what I want is for you to be honest with me, Pontiff. I am always honest with you, Asylus. Did you know about the meteors before they hit? Before they annihilated countless cities throughout the world? That's ridiculous, Silas. How would I have known about that? Not even the top astronomers in the world saw them coming. I disagree. I believe you knew about them, and you kept it to yourself. Why would I want to keep such terrible information to myself? You're not making sense, Silas. Because you want to see the world get crushed. You want my kingdom to crumble, and you want to see me dethroned. What is happening right now is so much bigger than you and I. It still isn't sinking in yet, is it? Is what sinking in? Who you really are. Who you are meant to be and what you are meant to do in the world. The end times prophecy. Can't you see it is happening right now in front of our eyes? The only thing I see in front of me is a man who lies all the time. A man who has aligned himself with the beast of this realm. The betrayer of heaven and our creator. This is who you follow. I do not follow him. 
though I will not deny that I have spoken with the beast. As I am sure you have as well, probably more than I have over the years. Am I right about this? Do you think it is wise to play psychological games with me right now? I do not, which is why I am desperately trying to make you see that you have the most important role to play in the world today. You are the master of men. Embrace who you are and take this realm to the next phase in the prophecy. I may be the master of men, as you say, but Beals is the master of demons, and he plans on unleashing them and let them run with impunity throughout the world to spread bedlam, fear, and horror to all unfortunate enough to lay their eyes upon them. And I blame you for this, Pontiff. You gave him access to our holy church. You gave him intel, and he plans to use that against humanity. Silas, I assure you, I had nothing to do with- Save it, Pontiff. If I am to fulfill my part of the end-time prophecy, so shall you.
After his meeting with Pope Innocent XIV, King Asilas returned to New Eden distraught and somewhat confused. When he arrived, Capone and Orup were there waiting anxiously. They wanted to go over the most recent reports coming from all four corners of the globe. The reports indicated that the world's food supply was running low as crops were being ruined. The meteors that destroyed cities on every continent had also created a much bigger problem for people. The skies had become blackened with soot, another matter that shot up beyond the Earth's atmosphere by the meteors. The calamity had created a dark layer that prevented vegetation from flourishing. Hence, harvests were much slower than the normal time. However, scientists were encouraged that the layer of soot blackening the skies was starting to deteriorate and the sound was breaking through many areas. Unfortunately, winter was closing in on the Northern Hemisphere. Farming became a very important subject for the king and all the people of the world, as starvation became a very real threat to everything and everyone in the kingdom. trust you are working diligently with scientists and farmers to get our food supply back at normal levels. I'm afraid that may not be as easy as it sounds, sir. What's the issue? Half farmers use the lands in the southern regions and near the equator to get food growing again. Well, sir, many of our most fertile lands in the southern regions sustained heavy damage from the meteors. They didn't just hit cities, they also scorched the tropics. A big one even hit just off the coast of the Yucatan Peninsula and caused a tsunami that drenched large portions of the farmland in that region of the Central American territories. It's a lot worse than has been reported on the news. Well, we have to do something, Jeremy. People by the tens of millions will be starving in a matter of months. We have to figure out a way to get food growing again as fast as possible. I'm aware of the urgency, sir. Our top minds are working around the clock on finding a solution. Right now, we have underground facilities that we've used over the years for our space program to grow food in the absence of sunlight. There are literally millions of acres underground we can use for this purpose, but we are limited to a variety of vegetation we can grow in those conditions. Do whatever is necessary. If people can't eat, this world will become a living nightmare for all of us. We are expediting all of these current projects, and even experimental ones, so we can curb the food shortage problem in the foreseeable future, sir. Make it happen sooner rather than later, Oreb. In the meantime, I will give a speech to ease the minds of the people. Everyone needs some hope right now, and I have to do whatever I can to paint a brighter picture. Looking at the dark skies above, 
This might not be received so well, I'm afraid. I'm confident in your abilities, my king. There is no one better at speaking to the people than you, sir. My brothers and sisters near and far, the world has had to endure painful and frightening slaughter. We look around and see a broken world. We look at the skies and see a looming darkness. There are dangerous days ahead, and we know this is true, because these are dangerous times right now. arrived here, not by chance, but by unmitigated misfortune. No, we have arrived here as a matter of consequence. This world is on the verge of judgment for our discretions, our relentless sinful ways, and those of our fathers and mothers before us. We've come to this calamitous reality because we, as a people, came to love ourselves and money more than God. We boasted and we scoffed at our Creator. We were disobedient to our parents and ungrateful about our good fortune. Timothy 3 spelled out our failures quite poignantly. It was written long ago we would eventually reach this point. A point where nothing was sacred where we became unloving and unforgiving towards one another. We became dreadfully cruel, and we hated all that was good. I can go on with examples to prove the words written by Timothy 3 are absolutely true, but you know deep in your hearts that they are. We all have to be honest with ourselves. So as we look at the rubble at our feet, and finally come to understand there is a spiritual emptiness that envelops humanity and has for a long time, none of what is happening to the world should come as a surprise. But today, I am here to offer you hope. I bring you illumination in the perpetual shadow cast upon you. I will guide you and protect you from the grim fate that awaits the wretched. Everyone must prepare for the great changes on the horizon. And your first order of preparation is to submit yourself totally and completely to your king. This is non-negotiable. I am the sole protector of humanity and human life. Direct your prayers to me. All this destruction around us has come despite Pope Innocent's claims as the Holy See, the great communicator between man and God. The Pope has failed his flock, and now I will do whatever is necessary to lift us out of the ashes and back to prosperity. We as a people will rise above all of this. 
I will clear the dark clouds from the sky and the sun will once again shine its beautiful light into the world and restore all of our glory. to The Rise of King Asylus, Episode 47, Masters of Men, starring J.V. Torres as King Asylus, Amanda Haggist as J.J., Austin Beach as Cody Valentine, David S. Deere as Pope Innocent XIV, Stephen Fisher as Lord Jeremy Oreb, John Doby as Lord Quentin Capone, and narrated by Sergei Boriznikov. This episode features the song All Along the Watchtower by Be More Blend. Check out the music of Be More Blend on soundcloud.com slash bemoreblend. That's B-M-O-R-E-B-L-E-N-D. For more information about the cast, the music, or this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasilas.com for a full list on our Season 4 episode page. And now a word from our podcast friends. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour long story, like a movie for your ears. So you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy action, mystery, friendship. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theatre in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2020. And stay tuned for episode 48. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.